to the NFL. What's happening, guys? Happy bonus show and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty podcast. On today's show, we are doing a two round rookie mock draft. Now, if you were watching live on YouTube, I did this live on Monday evening. I am being joined by several of our Dynasty War Zone patrons. If you're watching on YouTube, you see currently we have the mock draft screen just to the left of my head. And soon I will fill the mock draft with the entire screen. And you can see a little bit less of my head. We're going to jump into the mock draft here in just a minute. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for all the support we've received. Easy for me to say over the last couple of weeks, the downloads have been tremendous. There is a tremendous amount of support that we get from the dynasty community in the off season. It's not that y'all don't love us in the regular season. It's just that in the regular season, we become very much a regular, a regular season dynasty, almost redraft show in season. But as I was telling Jerry the other night, before we hit the record button on the Patreon podcast, it's like, I'm reinvigorated. You know, I'm doing two podcasts a week. I'm trying to do extra stuff, uh, a lot more active in the group chat and, you know, I do this for and with our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. They're in here with me. Um, we're going to do a mock draft. I'm going to get right into it in just a second. All that I ask is that if you're not a Patreon, uh, head over to YouTube. That's another great way of supporting the show and subscribing. Not only that, you would have heard this earlier in the week as I recorded it on Monday evening. Mock Draft Monday, baby. And... Speaking of Mondays, next Monday, I will not be doing a mock draft, but I have a very special guest, a big name in the industry. I don't want to put it out there. Uh, people have things come up, so I don't want to get your hopes up. But just know that next Monday, seven days from today, I will have a very big name guest, a growing name in the fantasy and football space in general, uh, a former guest and a really good friend. And I am super excited for that. So I'm not going to waste any more time. I am going to turn on the mock draft. So first of all, I'm going to switch my screen. Give me one second. Forgive the click. There we go. If you're watching live on YouTube, you will see now that there's a smaller Memphis and a big draft board. That way you're able to see what, what picks are made. But for the audio audience, I will recap these. We're going to do these in 16 clusters. So uh, I, I want to thank uh, Diddy and Brian and Brian and RJ and Chris and Ace and everybody from the patron group that jumped in to help me do this. Um, not that I dislike sleepers ADP, but it is a much better uh, with real humans, right? Um, I, I just think it will flow better. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn on the draft. We're going to make six picks. I am the sixth pick. And then we're going to pause the draft and discuss the first six selections. So here I am. If you haven't used Sleeper for mock drafts, it's not my favorite platform. I'm going to be honest. I, I like MFL better. I know it's dated. I know it's a little antiquated. But for me personally, I, I just like it. But I do understand why people like Sleeper so much. And when it comes to doing mock drafts, 
whether it's ESPN, MFL, whatever. Sleeper for mock drafts from an ease of, uh, ease of setup from a customizable mock. This is a super flex, not tight end premium draft. So super flex, not tight end premium. I couldn't bake that into the settings. And we are basing this off of 12 GMs. Uh, that is the pretty much with this with the tight end premium. That is the standard Dynasty Warzone Patreon League format. We typically go 12 GMs. We go super flex. We go tight end premium. So very much going to be similar to the rookie drafts that we'll be doing with our patron leagues in May. Now we do have some crazy leagues. We have a soccer based league. We have an auction league. We have a lot of crazy leagues, and uh, those are inspired by Neil, our uh, Dynasty Warzone patron admin. But this. For the record, Superflex, tight end, not premium, so just standard tight end scoring because that's what the ADP is going to reflect. So I'm going to hit start draft. Are you sure you want to start draft? Yes, I am sure. Here we go. You hear the first pick. We have our buddy, uh, Mr. Diddy, on the clock. He has the 102. The first pick, in case you were wondering if you like, you just you just couldn't couldn't bear to, to, to see who that first pick was. It was B. John Robinson. I think that's going to be pretty standard across the board. Um, I, I'm not crazy about this quarterback class. And the more I, the more I see of the, these quarterbacks. So there we go. We had, we had two more selections, uh, Stroud and young. Uh, we have one of the two Bryans. We have back-to-back Bryans in the, in the draft. And then I'm going to draft, and then I'll hit the pause button. Stroud over Young, I think that's the safer play. I think it's going to come down to where Young winds up. I, I think that uh, I want him indoors. I want him behind a good offensive line, and I want him with a with an offensive-minded head coach. I think we get into the uh, – Part of the reason why I, I struggle with Justin Fields is that I don't trust that that head coach. I don't love defensive head coaches for quarterback development. We had good luck with that with with Josh Allen, but you know he had Brian Dayball. Brian Dayball was a big aid in, in his development, and I don't know that Stroud versus Young is that big of a deal in in the month of. February, but we had another pick. We had Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, I got to tell you, I don't hate it. Uh, I'm going to let the other Brian, two Brian's, back-to-back Brian's. I'm going to let Brian Smith make his pick. I'm going to make mine, and you know what? I'm going to get my guy. So I'm going to make Will Levis. I am going to pause the draft, and I will discuss the guys that have went. So uh, we already talked about the quarterbacks a little bit. Well, we'll start with Bijan. So for those of you listening in the car, listening at work, uh, listening while you're doing something and can't watch on YouTube, it went B. John Robinson, pretty standard, I believe. Chris Stroud, or sorry, excuse me, C.J. Stroud. And I don't mind that. Bryce Young, don't mind that. Came in at the combine at five foot ten and a half. Uh, we'll get weights a little bit later in the week. I'm not going to double count against him. We knew he was going to be short. We knew he was going to have a slider frame. So this is a super flex league. And Outside of your rookie drafts, there's not a better time to get them. Uh, Brian uh, Halich, he went Jackson Smith and Jigba. I totally dig that pick. 
He is my personal wide receiver one, although I am debating whether or not I, I'm going to move Jordan Addison up. I'm a big Jordan Addison guy. I was before he went to USC, and I'm still going to be after the draft. I would love to see Jordan Addison wind up in New York to be paired with Danny Dimes. I think that would be a good fit for Brian Dayball in that offense. But at this point, as bad as the weapons are outside of Isaiah Hodgins, there's not really a lot. So any wide receiver that lands in New York is good, but I do like JSN. Uh, then Brian Smith took Jameer Gibbs. I love Gibbs. If Gibbs is deployed in the right offense, like I, Denver doesn't really have the draft capital to get too crazy with skill position guys given the guys they have under contract like Judy, like Sutton, like Dulwich. Uh, hopefully Javante Williams is uh, ready to bounce back. But if he were to land in that kind of an offense with Sean Payton, it would be directly to the moon for me. And then I went with Will Levis. And, and for me, I was thinking that I was going to get sniped here. Uh, the more I hear about Will Levis, the more I like Will Levis. Uh, I know a lot of people kind of get that, that vibe that he's going to be the bust. You know, the more I learn of him, like I said, he he's a 4.4, I believe, finance major. Um, comes from an incredible smart family. And if you think back to the things that I talked about when I liked Justin Herbert coming out, I liked Justin Herbert over Tua. And at the time, that was a, a polarizing take. But the reason why I liked Justin Herbert was that he was smart. He was a big athlete. He had a big arm. These are all the things about Will Levis. He went to a, a power five school, but not like a power power five school, if that makes sense. He didn't go to the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the USC. You know, Justin Herbert went to Oregon and Will Levis went to Kentucky. And I heard this on the, the, the herd, I think today I was listening to it in, in the car and he did not play with a first or a second round talent on offense this past year. Uh, coming out of Kentucky. So I, I think I would assume that Colin meant the 2021 class. So it's not like he was surrounded with NFL talent. So I want a guy that in, in two to three years has the potential. That doesn't mean he's going to be, but he has that potential. He has the size. He has the arm. He has all of the intangibles that I like. So for me, it was easily Will Levis. So I'm going to resume it. We have Chris on the clock. Oh, I'm sorry. It's RJ on the clock, then Chris. And we'll uh, we'll see what these guys do with these picks. Oh, we, we have a pick. Uh, Anthony Richardson. So funny story about him. I'll kind of uh, talk about him while Chris makes his selection. And we, we see some other selections pop up on the, the YouTube feed. So Anthony Richardson, I think it was a month ago. He was 50, 5-0. For those of you that like to gamble, 5-0-1. to 50-1 to be the number one overall selection in the NFL draft, meaning if you bet $1, that bet would have paid you $50. Well, about a week ago, a CBS sports mock draft came out and they had a 101. And I'm not saying it was because of the mock draft. I'm saying it's because people heard the mock draft and they're hearing things. The mock drafters heard the rumblings coming from from NFL executives, GMs, scouts, that there's a lot of buzz around Anthony Richardson. And I think he is most likely to get a, uh, I'm going to pause the draft because these guys are going crazy. Um, he is most likely to get that, that Patrick Mahomes treatment where he gets a redshirt year 
to be able to learn the NFL craft and develop. And I, I love getting Anthony Richardson. If you were drafting at the 107 where RJ was, you know, you finished in the playoffs, but you had a first round exit. You were the worst playoff team in most 12 team formats. And that's a great place to get like a QB three with tremendous upside. Uh, Chris took uh, Jordan Addison. Again, my wide receiver one. Now Ace took uh, Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. I got to do one thing real quick so I can see. Okay, so I can do this again. I'm going to pause the draft again. All right, then at the 10th pick, it went uh, Quentin Johnston, wide receiver out of TCU. Then the uh, 11th pick was Zach Charbonnet. And then the 12th pick was Keyshawn Boutte. Love me some Keyshawn Boutte. I love the name. If you're watching live on YouTube, this is an LSU baseball hat. Now, this is not because I'm an LSU guy. I'm not Team Burrow, Jefferson Chase, Boutte, uh, not even Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I uh, just happen to like the hat. have a coworker from Louisiana, went to Louisiana State, and he brought me a hat because he said, man, I remember this LSU hat I had when I was a, a younger man because I was a fan of the baseball program. So that's why I'm wearing it. But I, I have no problem with this. Um, I would say out of these picks, the picks that I like the most are obviously – Jordan Addison, uh, Michael Mayer. Um, as you scroll through the, the the tight end landscape, you know there's a lot of buzz around Dalton Kincaid and a lot of buzz around Luke Musgrave. Like Mayer may not even be the first tight end off of the board in Indianapolis. Uh, excuse me, uh, in Kansas City, the combines in Indianapolis. The draft this year is actually in Kansas City. Uh, Quentin Johnston. Uh, a couple of weeks back, we had John Sheps and Nino Brown of the Toilets to Titles podcast. I'm not a big Quentin Johnston guy. I think he's going to be a physical freak, a super freak. But his stats profile in his last year at TCU really don't make a whole lot of sense to me. You were the clear alpha. You had a respectable, decent quarterback. And he barely managed over 1,000 yards. He was between 1,000 and 1,100. And he only had six touchdowns. And you're this physical freak. You're this physical anomaly. You should be posting double-digit touchdowns. You should be posting 14, 1,500 yards. And it just didn't happen. And it didn't happen the year before. So I have questions about Johnston. Um, now, this was a sleeper bot pick, so I'm not, not judging here. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, uh, we call him Charbonnet here in the Dynasty Warzone. Zach Charbonnet is going to be real interesting. I can't wait to see him test. I like him. Um, I did a review on him a while back earlier in the, the preseason, like I'm talking probably January, and I do like him. I just wish he would realize that he's a big man. I know he's a big man. You know he's a big man, but sometimes he tries to run a little bit like he's a, like a shifty guy. Mr. Mr. Zach Charbonnet, please just lower the shoulder, knock someone on their ass, and just get the extra yards. You don't need to try to, to hit them with a juke move. And then Keyshawn Butte, if, if he lands in the right spot with the right draft capital, I have no problem with this, with this pick. So uh, I'm going to recap the, the first round in its entirety, and then I'm going to re-zoom the draft. So here we go. Uh, 101, B. John Robinson, C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jameer Gibbs, 
Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, Jordan Addison, Michael Mayer, Quentin Johnston, Zach Charbonnet, Keyshawn Boutte. So resuming the draft, here we go. Our friend Diddy on the clock. Now, uh, Diddy does not produce content, but I will tell you something about Diddy. He is one of the toughest people to make a trade with in Dynasty. He's not unrealistic, but he is very tough. And he makes good trades, and he does not act rashly. So um, he's taking a little bit of time. Uh, we did get the 201. The 201 was uh, Josh Downs. Um, all right, give me one second. We got a couple of picks coming in. Oh, I, I, I can change these guys' picks. If, if someone takes the pick that I want, I'll just I'll just pause the draft and just just move these players around. All right, we got a little uh, a, a little break here. Uh, Brian's not in the in the draft currently, so we'll just talk about these three guys while his clock runs down. Uh, so we have Downs, uh, the wide receiver out of North Carolina. Uh, Zach Evans, and then Tank Bigsby. I think I like Tank Bigsby more than consensus. I like him more than Zach Evans. I just, I think Zach Evans could be the second most talented running back in this class. I just, I don't buy the effort. Um, he was a red flag guy. So those of you that listened to the previous episodes with uh, Bruce Matson and Garrett Price, Bruce of the DLF and Garrett of the Dynasty Nerds. Um, you give them, I gave them the, both the question, the wide receiver with the highest bunt, bust potential, excuse me, the highest bust potential, and both guys mentioned Zach Evans. It's not to say that we think he's going to bust. It just says he gives us busty vibes. Uh, Tank Bigsby, another guy that I, I really like, uh, big solid dude, and uh, I'm really curious to see the draft capital. So we are currently 15 picks in, and we've already got five running backs off of the board. So the, the first round was a good mix. I can say that we had three running backs. We had four wide receivers, one tight end, and four quarterbacks. What I'll be curious to see is where does that flyer round of quarterbacks go? And we got the clock ticking down. Time's up. It even said time's up. So he, that's a bummer. He took my man, Sean Tucker, of the uh, of the, the Syracuse Orange. So that's a bummer. We have Brian Smith on the clock. So, so Brian picked, I'm on the clock. So, you know, I, I, I saw Sean Tucker come off the board, and, and this is all that I could give you right now. That's what I've got right now, guys. I've got emotional damage due to that pick. I really wanted Sean Tucker. I am a big guy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna reference back to the the podcast with Bruce Matson and Garrett Price. Um, and Jerry likes this guy as well. For me, pretty easy pick. Um, two of my guests and my co-hosts like him. Uh, I saw good things in the limited amount of tape that I've watched on him. I'm excited to see how he tests at the combine, and that's going to be Kendra Miller of the TCU Horned Frogs. I'm going to pause the draft, as I said that I would, give RJ Chris an ace a couple of minutes to uh, to get ready for their pick. So pr pretty chalk. I will tell you right now, 
Zay Flowers at the 205 feels like the steal of this draft. That, that, that truly feels like a steal. Um, I'm looking at the board, and I don't want to influence anyone's pick. Um, we still have Jalen Hyatt on the board, wide receiver out of Tennessee. There is a large contingent, contingent excuse me, uh, draft experts like Daniel Jeremiah that think Jalen Hyatt could be the first wide receiver off of the board. Uh, we have Rishi Rice, the guys from Toilets to Titles liked him quite a bit. Marvin Mims, uh, an, another guy I like. Um, Devin Achain, the speedster out of, uh, I believe that's Texas A&M. I get all those Texas schools confused. Uh, big big uh, Deuce Vaughn guy, that's that's my buddy Ray Garvin. Um, he's, uh, he's for the short Kings. So we're going to resume the draft. We're going to get these last six picks. I'll get it wrapped up, and I'll get it get you out of here. So, uh, RJ, I hope you're listening. You are on the clock. I am going to resume the draft. So we'll get these last six picks, and we'll resume this, and we'll wrap it up, and then we'll get you guys on about your day, and thank you for tuning in. Um, but while these guys are making these final six picks, for me, this is something that we're going to do a lot. Um, we have, like I said, we have guest season coming up. We have more guests. I've already mentioned several of the guests that we've had on so far. And like I said, I don't want to spoil it, uh, but I'm very excited for our guest this coming. Oh, we are flying through picks and pause the draft. I'll, I'll even throw in the bonus 25th pick. So let me wrap this thing up. Uh, first of all, I want to thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone for jumping in with me to make this exercise a little bit more realistic. So uh, RJ at the 207 went Devin A. Chain. Uh, Chris went Deuce Vaughn. Ace went Jalen Hyatt. And then the, uh, the sleeper ADP took Cedric Tillman, Hendon Hooker, and C. Brown. I, I, I'm trying to get a name here. Um, let's check out his player card. Chase Brown. Chase Brown is a running back out of Illinois. Uh, wasn't expecting him to go that high, but I, I, a couple of takeaways from these last six is that for me, now, if this were tight end premium, we would have added in, uh, like I said earlier, the guys like Dalton Kincaid uh, and Luke Musgrave. For some reason, sleeper ADP has Darnell Washington uh, ahead of Luke Musgrave. I don't think that's going to be the case come rookie draft season. I think during rookie draft season, uh, Luke Musgrave could leapfrog Michael Mayer as the 101 tight end off the board. I don't know, um, but that's a mock draft. You know, I, I did this one by myself. I thought I had a guest to do this one with me. Uh, luckily, the patrons were here to help bail me out. So let me read the second round in its entirety. And this will be up over at YouTube. If you search Dynasty Warzone on YouTube, you look under live videos, you can see the draft board. By the way, I'll even read pick 25. So um, just to recap, the number 201, I guess that's not a number, selection 201 though. Selection 201 was Josh Downs, wide receiver. 202 was Zach Evans, running back. 203. Running back Tank Bigsby, 204, running back Sean Carter. Uh, that was the one that got me with some emotional damage because that's who I was hoping 
to, to be able to get Zay Flowers. I think Zay Flowers at the 205 may be my steal of the draft. At the 206, I got Kendra Miller. And before I go on, I will just tell you, if I walk away at the 106 in my rookie drafts and I get Will Levis and I get Kendra Miller, I'm going to be a happy dude. I'm going to be so happy. Uh, I, I may not be able to, to stand myself. The 207, Devin A. Chain. The 208, Deuce Vaughn. The 209, Jalen Hyatt. The 210, Cedric Tillman. The 211, Hendon Hooker. And the number 212, Chris Brown. The bonus 301 was Rishi Rice. Now, I, I like that one because my buddies John and Nino from Toilets and Titles said that was a guy that they liked. Biggest takeaway from me doing this with live people and not just doing it against solely sleeper ADP is that once you get past pick 208, kind, kind of dries up, guys. It, it really kind of dries up. Not, not that there's still not wide receivers I like. I like Marvin Mims, uh, Tank Dell. Um, there's uh, the, the guy's last name's Reed um, Wilson. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here because I'm, I'm doing this on the fly, and normally I have a little time to collect myself when, uh, when old Jerry's here with me. But you get awful dart throwy once you get past about the top 20 picks. Now, the, the, the odd thing is, is if you look at this, when you take out the four quarterbacks, for those of you that play in one QB leagues, and a lot of us do, if you take out the four quarterbacks, this, this draft gets really dicey right around the, the 202, 203, because you wouldn't have Stroud, Young, Levis, or Richardson. And that would really push up some of these guys. And that would be like right there at Kendra Miller, Devin A. Chain. So what you may do, if picks are, are hot in your draft or in your league, wait until the draft, and there might be a, a real opportunity for some nice flips. Um, I might go out. Maybe we'll do a show in the not-too-distant future where we talk about guys you should be looking to try to acquire for those mid to late seconds as opposed to actually being the player who has to hit the, you know, the, the draft button on some of these guys. But Listen, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, thank you for a half hour of your time. I hope this was helpful. Again, uh, I tried to read the draft results back. I tried to read them back slowly for those of you that are driving. But if you want to see the draft board again, and if you go to look at it, it's a great way to support the show. If you're there, you can subscribe. Just go to YouTube because we all go to YouTube like every single day. Go to YouTube, search Dynasty Warzone, hit live videos and under live videos on Monday, the 27th of February, there will be this video. You can look directly at the draft board. You can see how it went. And if you become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone, you could potentially help us take part in our next mock draft and startup season in the DWZ patron leagues is right around the corner. So I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the mock draft. And uh, be sure to tune in real soon because I'll be back with a special guest next week. I'll be back on a separate show with Jerry next week. More from Dallas over at the Rookie Rundown and the guys over at the Dynasty War Games. Just a lot going on here at the DWZ. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, everyone have a great day.
when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak